Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Grab your drinks, sit back, relax. You're listening to I'll Drink to That. So, COVID, huh? <laughs> I'm waiting on you, man. I'm waiting on you to start this shit. That's it. That's it. It's going, to, it's going to be quiet for five seconds, and then all of a sudden you. So, COVID, huh? <laughs> it's a good start. <laughs> yeah, no, COVID. COVID's a pain in the ass. COVID has single-handedly uh, provided me with one of the best financial years of my life, though. <laughs> yeah? I, well, yeah. I've not worked since March, as you know. You know what? It's been nine months. It's been nine months of me not working, yet still getting paid by the, by the French government and Disney. That's nice. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> that's very nice. Yeah. You know, at one point, why don't you come back to the States, too, for a little bit and help out your family? Yeah, yeah, helping out the family. <laughs> yeah, helping out the family was, was nice. I was able to, to get some things done while I was doing that, too. Stock market. Stock market's working in my favor, too, a little bit. It's turned out pretty good for the... Yeah, I was just... I Yeah, I was just talking to Mom. I made almost $1,000 uh, in, like, a couple days. That's pretty good. I, I, I don't actually know how long. It might have been a couple months. Oh. I, I don't remember. I just wanted to... You just got to sound good. It doesn't have to be true. You got to sound good. <laughs> if I've learned anything from our president, <laughs> just have to sound good. Doesn't, doesn't have to be though. true. He doesn't sound good. <laughs> well, and that's, that's what I've learned from him. Neither one of them. I need to not, make not, it not sound better. Not this new one. <laughs> We're not oh, talking geez. about politics. We're talking about COVID. I mean, COVID <laughs> creates politics half the time. Or did politics create COVID? I mean, that's probably true. We, we like, dive down this rabbit hole of conspiracies. I mean, it's already set up for Biden to look like a hero now that he's Mr. Well, yeah, President. Well, yeah, but it, it was going to be the same way whether it was Trump or Biden. <laughs> You're right. That's all. It's you immediate. They'd be like, hey, but Biden can really run with it now. But again, Politics is a different conversation. COVID. Yeah, no, That's I know, but it's also going to tie back in, and you know it, because because of how you're you know right. how things have been handled in the world and how it's everything has happened. Right. We're we're going to end up talking about it. You're right. Media and how it portrays into everything, but yeah, uh, how certain governments have chosen to take you know certain steps and actions or or not to I mean, just the everything about it's just so confusing and. Disoriented. I mean, for those of you who don't know, uh, <clears throat> I I guess no one knows because I haven't told anybody really. On no, this no, um, except for uh, maybe our two listeners. Yeah, the two of you guys. So everybody already knows that listens to this. Mom and Kay. It's not even yeah, us. <laughs> I'm, I'm the third listener. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, but no, I got a, a tested positive for COVID last week. Uh, I was exposed uh, about two weeks ago. Uh, tested positive last week. And I just found out uh, last night as I was dinking around talking to my buddies and checking up on all of them, asking how they're all feeling. Um, the one who originally tested positive got a second test, and the second test came back negative. And then, it was two types of tests, yeah? I don't know about him. He might have done the same test twice. Oh, okay. okay. I'll have to confirm that one. But then I have another buddy <clears throat> um, who was there in the same group. Um, who got, was exposed to the same person who, um, between when we found out the first person tested positive, excuse me, and then 
between when we hung out with him and when he tested positive, we had hung out again a couple of days after the first initial exposure that we were right. unaware of. Um, so he got a test and he got a rapid test and it came back positive. And then he got the nose swab actual test and that came back negative. And then the second test, the first guy came back negative. I went and got tested, it came back positive, but everyone else at the table is now negative with their second test. So it's like, I'm scheduled to go, I think my wife and I are going to go get tested again tomorrow. So we'll see. But because, it's like, because your wife, hers was negative, yeah? Yeah, yeah. my wife tested negative unless she was exposed on Sunday to my buddy. Who tested, and she's been exposed to me now for a little bit, and we've been... It's kind of a pain. We've been trying to like socially distance in our own house, and you know we got we have 15 minutes we can have within six feet for it to be considered like socially distanced within a two-day period. And I moved out of the bedroom. I'm now living in the guest room. Um, don't get to give my wife a hug. She's getting rid of you. Uh, she so, is slowly. How yeah. it starts? Yeah. Uh, she's just like kicked me out of the room and now I'm going to have to go. I, She's got yeah, the last extra, name. Yeah, you got extra space for me over there so I can run yeah. away from Yeah, I got extra space. I got a couch. Perfect. Perfect. I actually have room to Fresh. sell this couch and we can get one of them pull-out couches. Yeah, just give me a bed on the balcony. It's fine. I'll sleep outside. Trust me on that one. You're not going to want that in the winter. It gets... We, we put up like we put one of like those uh those uh, uh leather sheets or whatever. We put a little heater out there for me. It'd be good. We just convert it into another bedroom. All right. Well, look, that's on you to build. I'm not. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll get a little like a uh, little tube to pee into that goes down, waters the flowers. It'd be great. That is disgusting. You could just walk inside and use a damn bathroom. Oh, well, I don't <laughs> you and what you do in Paris, in France. I don't know. That, no, use the <laughs> just use the bathroom, man. Don't pee on my flowers. Oh, ooh, did I tell you? Um, I got, I got a banana tree. A banana tree? Yeah, it's like a tiny. Like, like, it's like, like a B A N A N A S. Yeah, a banana tree. It's <laughs> just bananas. I know. I got a banana tree. It's it's like a little it's like a little baby sapling <clears throat> banana tree. Um, me and me and Aurora went to go get some plants. I got that and I got another cactus because uh, cacti, you don't really need to water them or take care of them. So no, they're really kind of... easy, and I don't kill them because they survive for, like, months with that water. But anyways, this banana tree, I'm like, all right, you know what? I don't know if this banana tree is a real banana tree or if it's France being like, oh, banana tree. <laughs> um, so so we went up to the cash, the cashier, and we're like, does, does, it, does this banana tree uh, – will, will it give me bananas? <laughs> the lady's like, um, what – what what tree is that? Like it's the banana tree. She goes, oh yeah, probably will. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> what? <laughs> so I'm hoping by next year I'm gonna have some bananas, so I don't need to go to the store and I can avoid COVID. And that's how that ties in. You're not gonna get that many bananas from this tree in year one. First of all, I don't eat a lot of bananas. Second of all, and a banana think like a bush or like an actual tree. Like I've never actually. Well, what's a tree? It's a, it's a big, but it's a pretty big tree. It depends on how how much room I give it. I mean, you have little bananas then. Hey man, I'm a little guy. I'm a little <laughs> banana. You're a big guy. You need big bananas. <laughs> All right, sit in the slot. Oh, yeah. Anyway, so um, why? Oh yeah, peeing on my bushes because COVID. Yeah, yeah. That's oh, you know, I was confused about the segue. 
Yeah, yeah, I'll just pee in the banana, the banana no, tree. No, don't pee in my damn banana tree. That is. Do you, want, do you want? Do you want? Yeah. I, <laughs> I really don't want piss bananas. I mean, it's just like P for potassium, but like, but it's actually like K is the symbol. I don't know. Back to what I was saying. We got all off this thing. Is that <clears throat> everything about COVID is just so confusing, and there's so much information out there. There's so much misguided. Miss misguidedness, miss. I don't know. People have agendas, and they're really people pushing been, them. People have been misguided. Yes, they have been. They have been goaded. They've been. They're all sheep at this point. Everybody's a sheep. Don't be a like sheep. <laughs> Even the people who say they aren't sheep are sheep. They're just following a different, <laughs> a different <laughs> shepherd. No, they're following a different wolf. Come on now. <laughs> Just an Australian shepherds guiding them one way or the well, other. That, well, that's the thing, though, is that it's it's like is that no one really knows what's going on. Mm-hmm. What's really funny for me is 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 this is like the first time the average American has witnessed probably again for the first time in their life the scientific process as it's happening instead of. They, you know, not seeing the years of, of experiment, you know, ex- whatever the just the whole process, the years of it. And then they only see the outcome. So now that they're seeing scientists like, oh, yeah, masks, masks, are, they're required, like they're very helpful. And then, oh, actually, now that we've done more research, they don't really do much. And then people are like, oh, they don't know what they're talking about. You know, they're dumb. Like, why do we do this? But, you know, it's because. They had information. They used their information to have a hypotenuse. Hypotenuse? No, that's that's no, no, point. that's that's the hypothesis. That's the long line of the triangle. Hypothesis. So you know, they gather this research. They have a hypothesis. They and then because it's so like, I don't know, because of the media and like how big COVID is, it's important for people to get this information. So then they give the people this information. And then they're like, oh, more research, new hypothesis. Not the yeah, same but, as the old one. Yeah, but that's more like – that's like, an, an, and I totally agree with your, what you're saying. <clears throat> but that's just because the media is taking these hypotheses and presenting them as facts instead of like, hey, this is the theory scientists are having. Or maybe that's maybe those scientific companies are pushing it out as facts when they are just theories. And like that's part of this, this misinformation that we're all getting. That's just creating this chaos, and it's like who knows? Like, is it really? Are things that we're doing really helping? Because what are you guys doing there? Like, we're in France. What's happening in France? Uh, that's a good question. Um, so, so we're on to our second confinement now. All right. Um, so you, you use that word confinement again, just like the first episode. Well, that's because that's <laughs> you, that's what it's prison? called. Yes. We're, we're well. <laughs> That they, they wish. No, so so yeah, we, uh, there was there was another spike in COVID cases, as as we were talking about a couple of days ago. There's another spike in the COVID cases here in France, and because of that, uh, the president has been like, oh, we're gonna you know put everyone into confinement to try to slow you know slow the the the, the spreading of this virus. Um. And then confinement, just to make sure we're all on the same page, means like isolation, quarantine, 
Yeah, yeah. So this, like I said, this what's is the, the definition of what's the definition of confinement? Well, so confi- con- confinement here is like <laughs> you you can be like a have an hour of personal exercise outside. Um, you you can't really you know like don't go you know don't go just like walking around hanging out with people. You can't have more than I don't know I think maybe ten people at a time in in like in a, in a place. Um, you uh you can't really go to work unless you're one of the um one of the um essential yeah you can't go to work unless you're an essential worker and then you have to have a signature by your company on government paper be like this guy's essential we need him to show to work in case the cops um and then you know of course restaurants are closed bars are closed um their boulangeries, their bakeries are are still open in the morning, but they can only have you know, like five people in the room at one time. Um, social distancing. They you know half the jobs are closed, and if they're not closed, half of the workers are telemarketing. So it's it's kind of like what's going on in America a little bit right now, but maybe not restaurants. No, actually, it's not at all the same. Um, no, I mean it is to an extent, depending on which the like the the size of city and the yeah. area you actually live in. So, but the but the thing is, is that this is like I said, this is the second second attempt at this. Um, the first attempt was was a lockdown, in all sense of the okay. word. Like I, I I went out a couple times during the lockdown because I needed to, uh, you know, for groceries and and I had to go uh, help take care of some horses because one of my friends couldn't and those you know the horses need need to be fed, clean, yeah. you know, whatever worked. And it was a graveyard on the road, like the bare minimum people, maybe four in an hour drive. No one's out and about in the first lockdown. It was very strict. It was very strict where if you were caught outside without the proper paperwork, um, it was like a 150 euro fine. Um, If you were caught in public, in like a public park Mm -hmm. and the cops caught you, didn't matter what you were doing there. 150 euro fine um to the extent where i know i know a girl she was going to the store going to the store had the paperwork to go to the store she followed the path from her place to the store and that path took her through a park like she wasn't staying at the park she wasn't sitting at a bench she was like purposely walking walking through the park just so happens the cop rolled up and they're like, hey, you can't be in the park. She goes, I'm just, you know, I'm just walking through. Like, I'm following the path. Can't be in the park. Boom. 150 euro fine. Oh, jeez. Like, the first lockdown was strict. Uh, this one, eh, not so much. Uh, yeah, no, th- this one, it, it doesn't even feel like a lockdown. Um, oh, I have not once, I have, I have paperwork on me. It's on my phone. I've only seen, I think, maybe four cops in like the month that I've been driving around in lockdown confinement. Um, none of them have stopped me because there's also like another 7,000 people on the road with me. Uh, just yeah. <clears throat> driving around to work, just driving around. It's, it's ridiculous. Like no one here, like no one, no one believes in it anymore. They, they don't yeah. care. They have like the same mentality as Americans. I think, <laughs> I stopped caring too. It's like my first first trip out to to go take care of some horses with my proper paperwork, doing some landscaping for this lady, and there was so many people out on the road, and I was like, well, screw it. I, 
Apparently, no one else cares about confinement, so I'm not I'm not gonna care either. But I'm gonna be smart about it, of course. Like I'm still yeah. not gonna go hang out with a bunch of people at a bar or go to someone's house for a small party. Like I'm gonna I'm still gonna go take care of horses, ride horses, landscaping. I'll go to the store, go home, and that's about all I do. But if someone says, you know, if Christian calls me up and he goes, you know, hey man, can you can you come over, you know, whatever, be like, yeah, sure. I'll come over because I know it's just me, you, and your girl, Jasmine. You guys have been safe this whole time. I've been safe. You've been safe. We've been safe. But, of course, in public, I wear a mask. Everyone wears a mask in public. Um, that's not such a hot topic as in America. Uh, it's pretty socially accepted that, yes, everyone wears a mask when you're in public places. And I don't have a problem with that at all because, again, it's protecting me and it's protecting you. And it's protecting those around you and it's protecting those around me. Like, it's just common sense. I don't, it's not such an issue to want to try to be better for society. <laughs> um, well, I, yeah, that's yeah. that's kind of what quarantine has been like in France. It's been, first one was real strict, second one, not. There you go. So, and then I was in America for a little bit, but I wasn't in America during... Well, I was in North down. Idaho. Yeah, yeah so it yeah. wasn't lockdown. <laughs> North Idaho doesn't give a shit about anything. So, <laughs> no, they so, don't. So I, I was probably the bad place, too, to get a grip for it. I got a, uh, I got a friend in Chicago, Taylor. She's in Chicago, and I guess Chicago um, just sent out a, um, a um, advised lockdown. Like an advised. They're like, you don't have to, but it'd be smart. Uh, and, and, and then, and then it sounds like they, then the government, the government went around and actually closed down businesses. Like you can't be open. You can't be open. You can't be open. You know, we're trying to stop this. Uh, so it sounds like Chicago, at least from, from what I've heard from her, it's Chicago's going more into a lockdown, but I like, I, how's Boise handling this? I mean, it's, it's getting stricter and stricter. I mean, Idaho's not shutting down, but it's, it's, it's weird. We are. We're in this funky spot where it's like people have like lockdown fatigue, I believe it's what it's called. It's like yep. it's a mentality of like we did this once, wave two that everyone knew knew is coming, but lockdown number one didn't do anything mm -hmm. or not enough or whatever. Like it, like if it didn't work the first time, how is it going to work the second time? Is a lot of people's thought process. I mean, we just had toilet paper shortage. <laughs> Crisis number two is now happening across the United States, as far as I'm aware. I mean, you go on Amazon and everything, but like there's like one thing of toilet paper that's a little expensive. Everything else, all the your generic name brands, are all out of stock <laughs> on Amazon. You go to the Costco, it's out of it's out of stock. We're on to that crisis number two. Like, COVID's not our issue. Human nature is the issue. <laughs> but really is. back to COVID, like it's. It's funky because, like you said, like masks is a big issue here in Idaho, and a lot more of these these more conservative states. These um, say it. No, <laughs> sorry, so I was trying to be like, what are the two parties again? <laughs> the Republican states. Uh, it's more of an issue, but I don't think it's as I have a friend who's real, real. Uh, um, uppity about all this and she's real opinionated about the mask thing and she doesn't believe she doesn't believe in the masks but her thing is is um 
not that she doesn't believe in it, she doesn't think the government should, should force us to do it. And she understands, like, the safety, the idea behind it, like, we should wear it, that's not an issue, but should the government be able to force you to do that? And that's where a lot of people, at least a lot of the people in my circles that I've talked to and, and their families and their friends and the people that I've seen on Facebook, a lot of their issues regarding the mask thing is they don't, they don't want to wear it, and they also, but they don't think the government should be able to force anybody to do it. And that's where a lot of these issues are coming from. Is it's it's more people being rebellious because we're being told we have to do it. And a lot of people say, here's the bird, go away. I'll do what I want to do. And now that you're telling me I have to do it, I don't want to do it even harder. <laughs> like the Michael Scott thing. I'm going to date your mom even harder kind of thing. So if that's everyone's biggest issue with the masks, do you think they would wear the mask if the government wasn't forcing them? Will a lot of them wear masks? Probably not. I think a few of them would. See, but I that's, wear masks that's... after my job. It's like one of those, I understand that the process behind it. But at the end of the day, a lot of these people that are pushing for it, I mean, I couldn't tell you the number of people, and even just the people I know, well, they'll they post something on Facebook or I see them out and about, and it's like, you're not even wearing the mask properly. So what's the difference between wearing a, being upset and not wearing a mask as a show of like peacefully protesting against this versus someone who's like, no, you have to wear a mask, but doesn't wear it correctly. Like there, there's no difference. And there's so many people out there. <clears throat> I mean, I see it on TV. I, I want, there's interviews, there's news interviews and the person that they're interviewing is not wearing it correctly. You know, like, yeah, it's, face. <laughs> yeah, basically, it's like, you know, you, it doesn't work that way. And so it's, would more people wear it if it wasn't a force upon them? I think there would be a few more. But at what point do you penalize people for wearing it incorrectly at the same time as you're penalizing people who don't wear it? And then we hit the sticky situation of, like, now we're telling people you have to, the government's saying, if you don't do this, you're getting a ticket. And we've been through that with seatbelts. And that was, a, that was a big issue back in the 90s and early 2000s. And you know, people have gotten around it and people are okay with it now. And eventually, you know, if, we, if the government sticks with it, then it'll get to a point where everybody just does it. But it's still one of those safety versus freedoms conversations. You know what, you know what strikes me as odd about that? It's the fact that wearing the mask is is like good for society. Maybe, maybe you know, maybe not a majority of society, but like you'll probably save a life. Yeah, but you know. maybe. Yeah. But like, would you want to take that risk if if like you stepped outside and let's you and you didn't bring this one item, you are putting someone's life in danger like you are you might be just signing the the someone's life away because you didn't bring up this item like would you take that risk oh well let me ask you the question the same, same question i'm asking you with same, that answer in it same yeah same general one but this can be resulted driving hopping in a car there's a chance there's a it's a risk that you driving mm -hmm. will kill someone else mm -hmm. there's a tiny percent chance okay yeah. Will you still drive? Still drive? Yes, I would. 
But I'm also still taking all the precautions while I'm driving. I'm following all the rules of driving. If cops tell me, government tells me, put your seatbelt on, click, seatbelt's on. If they tell me I got to use a blinker, click, blinker's on for changing lanes. If they tell me a speed limit, speed limit. It's the same with masks because masks is not guaranteed that it's going to work. It's not 100%. We all know that. I personally think masks are kind of stupid. I'm still going to wear a mask, though, for the same reason. Yes, there's a chance that someone – I could still accidentally give someone COVID and they could die if I have COVID. But again, again, if I have COVID, I'm not going to be dumb and go out in public. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's, I mean, but it, but it, I'm, I've been at home for two weeks now, almost. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. So, but, but I see what you're saying there. Yeah. You know, you're following the rules. You're minimizing your risks. We're back to people aren't wearing their masks correctly. So people aren't using their blinkers. Risks go up. So technically. So can I, I would like to finish my point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Um, because because my, the the funny thing is is that um in France. No one has an issue with the government telling them to put on a mask. Like in, in a broad sense, maybe like the very few individuals are like, nah, I ain't going to wear a mask. Blah. But like as a majority, not not one problem. If they're told to wear a mask, people put on a mask. And the reason I'm bringing this up is because French people love to protest. Like they love to protest. And like we've talked about it. It's it, it's a thing here, uh, and they are not afraid to tell their government, "F you, you need to change. We're not doing this. Fix it now." Like they are not afraid to do that, and they have they have done that many a times. So that and that, and that is what strikes me as odd is that for a society that loves to protest against their government. But can you protest correctly? In this pandemic, I mean, that's the one of the issues that we're having here in the United States is that these protests that have been happening, whether you're for or against them, that's not what I want to talk about. But the fact of the matter is we have these protests and our numbers spike. They don't spike. There's a, there is a spike in our COVID cases after these protests. And the number of people there, I mean, it's, it's just one of those things where in France is that something that's maybe – and not that this would stop, like, they would be like, no, we're not doing it because due to masks. But, like, that could be a reason why protests aren't happening is people are, like, being more aware, more cautious. It could be. That could be it. I don't know. They're, they're, if, they, if they are against the masks here in France, they are much less vocal about it because that's not something I've seen on Facebook from any of my mm-hmm. friends here. It's not something you hear on the streets or on the news. Like it's it's not it's not a topic for discussion really. It like people wear their masks. I wonder if it's also because like if you look at if you, if you don't look at the United States as a whole, but you look at the same general area and population density that France has. Yeah. So you look at like the East Coast. There's less there's less issue along just like that section. So mm-hmm. Maybe it's because there's so many more people because we're so more spread out because we have this space. Yeah. Maybe that plays into it a little bit too between the difference of the two. Yeah. I don't know. So so one thing about that is is in France it's it is similar. The people who live in the countryside of France, like when I go when I go horse riding and when I go take yeah. care of the horses and the landscaping, 
We don't wear a mask out there. No one does. I don't. Cecile doesn't. Uh, uh, Mary Claire, the girl who's who owns the stable, she doesn't. Uh, the other lady who takes care of other horses there doesn't. The only time we like we do wear masks is when they're teaching a class and they have other people from the outside come in. And that's the only time is when we come in contact with other people. But but like for the small like those very small villages on the countryside, like like those those states where people are more spread out, they don't really wear masks there. Are they being forced to wear masks? No, I don't think so because it has to do with the population density. Like okay, the, see see that's the thing though, and that's in the United States, that's where part of the issue is. You look at my friend who I talked about, who's really vocal. She lives in Washington. Washington State. Yeah. And Washington State is very – it's a democratic state ran by – basically it's run by four cities. The entire state's run by four cities. And she lives not in one of those four cities. She lives yeah. on in a little town called Ilwaco. It's a really beautiful island – or not island. It's a peninsula uh, in the ocean. It's really yeah. beautiful. I love it. Um, but it's, it's a tiny, tiny little area. Yeah. And they don't want to wear masks, but they're being forced to. You're the what I'm hearing from you, and correct me if I'm wrong, is that the big cities with lots of people where there's a higher risk of spread, they're being mandated to wear a mask, but outside of that, they're not. Yeah, yeah, and the people who are being mandated, they happily comply. Uh, but but I mean, again, like I said, this is going to go into politics yeah, yeah, yeah. because of how American how America is run. Like you said, Washington is a Washington's a big state. It's not the biggest, but like. It's, it, I mean, it's well, big. It's about the half the size of France. Yeah, probably. Um, and and for that to be run essentially by four, like the four big cities, then yes, those four big cities they should have that mask mandate because of the spread there. But but just like here. Now again though, um, I should preface this by also saying I don't know all the rules for the masks here, just what I've seen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it could be that there is a mask mandate everywhere, and there's just no cops that roam the small towns. Okay. I see, so I see if, if, that. if that's the case, then what I'm saying is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, if I can look it up. Yeah. So I mean, that's I mean, the big thing is that, and maybe maybe as you're looking it up, we'll have a couple more answers, but. Yeah. My, I mean, we're going to politics. My whole thing with this situation is that it shouldn't be a federal thing. It should be a local. You should be talking. It should be counties. It should be cities that make these ordinances, these mass mandates. Yeah. And Idaho, that's how it is. California, Washington, it's not. But Idaho's governor was like, you know what? This is a county thing because it's spreading differently in each county. Yeah. So this says um, Paris. And four of its surrounding departments, uh, the San Denis, counties, essentially okay. Valdemarne, but they're they're pretty big counties, I think. Uh, so so Paris and four of its surrounding departments have made wearing a mask compulsory in certain in certain areas. It says. So the government has not made any national rules on mask wearing outside, but Health Minister Olivier Varon has urged the French to wear a mask in any open air, air areas where keeping a one meter distance is difficult. So what it, what this sounds like is there are certain areas where 
the government has made wearing a mask mandatory. And it sounds like those, like we said, are the very, uh, the very uh, populated areas. And then if you're outside, you don't necessarily have to, on a national scale, wear a mask outside. Um, and it is urged, if you can't keep a one meter distance, it's urged to wear one. So then if you're inside, it is, it is mandatory. Different rules should be applied to different areas based on population density and yeah. just the, in the community as well. I mean, that's the other thing, too. And it's if the community wants to or doesn't want to, then they should or shouldn't. Yeah. And oh, yeah, if that's you don't like that. what the majority of the community are doing there, mm-hmm. then it's time to move and find a different community that you fit better with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This says here that. Um, the towns, certain towns have introduced rules on wearing a mask on the street, but uh, those are limited to certain areas of the town that are more likely to be crowded. Mm-hmm. So, so that it sounds like France is doing exactly what you're saying. Is, yeah. Is they're they're making case by case situations for this law based on this website, which is uh, French. Um, it's called the local local news in France. Um. France's news in English, so <laughs> perfect, nice. Oh yes, it's just, I mean, I don't know, I don't know how there are certain businesses out there. I mean, there's certain that aren't surviving through all this, but that's the other thing too. Is a lot of people are like, you shut us down, we're closing, and all of a sudden it just becomes mom and pop shops are done. Mm-hmm. Global corporations are ruling the world. And that's, I mean, we've talked about it before. Jeff Bezos, I mean, his net worth, not how much money he has, but his net worth, mm-hmm. thanks to COVID, increased existentially, exponentially. Yep. You know, and same thing, Walmart, Uber, Uber Eats, DoorDash, all these companies yeah. that are starting yeah. out, they're shooting through the roof. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that's so another that, thing. That's a whole other, yeah, good. Well, I was going to say, that's another thing with, with, with France. They, as we were talking about with Arthur, like everyone, like the government's always in debt. But their citizens are always taken care of. Like I said, I haven't worked in nine months and I've been paid. Maybe not 100% for the entire time, but like everyone who's been unable to work because of covid they've been compensated what is the effect that's going to be from that though because it's easy to say like uh like the government like uh, the united states government's they're trying to do it right now where they're like yeah we need another stimulus check blah blah blah, blah. everybody's yeah give us money give us money give us money <clears throat> but it's going to be a real shocker to a lot of people come april this coming year in 2021 when taxes hit and people are like oh snap yeah, I'm not a I'm not a economic major, so I don't necessarily know how the overarching effect will be. But as far as I'm aware, at least in France, this is all because of taxpayer money. And I don't but I don't know if they're going to raise taxes next year because of it. Cuz that would be interesting to see because it's cool that you're getting that money. 75 or 80 or whatever the percentage is yeah. of your monthly income. But that has to come from somewhere. Yeah. And there's no way 
the government, even through savings and all that jazz, had enough money for everybody. You know? Well, like like you said, it's going to be interesting to see. Uh, yeah, so. Because I I don't know. I'm yeah. I I just don't know. It's You and I are uh, average Joe's here. <laughs> yeah, I'm just an average Joe who only knows so much about taxes and how that works with the treasury. And that and that's even just personal. I mean we let's look at we look at businesses. Like I started off with the mom and pop shops. Mm-hmm. Like well do you know what the French are doing for small businesses, local businesses? No, but I would assume it's just, uh, maybe not Maybe not, you know, paying them everything that they normally get a month or whatnot. But I assume that if they're taking care of me, then they're taking care of businesses that they've been forced to, sh- to close. I don't own a shop. I haven't done the research to look at how my local mom and pop shop down the street is doing. But they're still there. You know, like when, in, in September when I was in France it, and it was open, stores were open. Like the smaller, the smaller stores were open, the bigger stores were open. You know, it, it didn't feel like COVID had a giant economical impact when things were opened up again. Okay. So um, not yet, though? Well, uh, yeah. And there's also, <laughs> France was on lock. The first confinement for France was, was in April and May. And then apparently, because I was in America at this time, over the summer, it opened back up. Mm-hmm. I don't know the exact date that it opened up, but it opened back up. So people went, a good handful of people went back to work. So there, it's not like the entire country was oh, on yeah, unemployment, yeah. collecting a bunch of money from the government. Um, th- there were a good chunk of people still working. Like Disney, yeah. Disney Paris, they opened up for a while. Um, and they didn't do any shows. The Buffalo Bill show was closed. You know, all the other shows were closed, but they were still open. So they still had ride operators. They had, you know, their their food people to to an extent. You know, yeah. uh, the the workflow, the managers. They like people were still working because France was open. Mm-hmm. It's really just that select few people, such as myself, who have not been able to because a life of a reformer does not bode well when you can't get crowds together. <laughs> you know, it's kind of hard to do a show yeah, yeah. for five people in a you know a stadium that sits a thousand. It, it's nice to know that you know there is that little bit of cushion. Like you said, whether or not that has a big impact for taxes next year, eh, we'll find out. But if that does, I have money for it now. Yeah, so, uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens there. But I mean, in the long term, not long term. In the grand scheme of things, what France did and what America's doing now, you know, does it even fucking matter? <laughs> I mean, probably like I was, not. I was, I was, like I was telling you, um, the, the, the population of population, population of France versus the, the amount of COVID cases, the percentage of the population for America and France is damn near the same. It's all about 3%. Yeah, 3, 3.5%. For both America and France. Yeah. France wears the masks. I think their percentage is just like point, 0.3% lower or something like that than America. So like, what's the right thing to do? Yeah, you're right. Like, that's the thing. I mean, no one knows. I mean, we're, all, we're all living through this the first time. No one hears. I mean, we have, we have all these medical experts, but no one hears the expert on COVID. <clears throat> we're all new to this. It's all. 
It's all a bunch of hoopla. It's all a whole bunch of shenanigans. I don't know about you, but I'm getting tired of living through world events. I tell you what, 2020 is almost over. (laughs) There's been way too many of them in 2020. (laughs) We're we're ready for the next year. I mean, my world's changing next year for sure, though. It's a whole new world event. You've got a whole new world. It's not copywritten or anything. No, it's Um, not. (laughs) (laughs) We're not getting any money. No, it's fine. <laughs> Baby's gonna be in post COVID, post COVID world. Oh, all right. Hopefully. hopefully. All right. <laughs> fingers crossed. I mean, oh, right there. Fingers yeah, crossed. Baby. Knock on some wood. That's one thing. My wife and I will have the conversation come next year though about like if COVID's still a thing come the summer, <clears throat> like, do we put our baby into daycare and have my wife go back to work or do we? Like, what are we like, – that's a whole other conversation. Her and what I a family from Lithuania adopted a kid for a little bit. But no. <laughs> <laughs> well, why Lithuania? Like, I are, they, are, they, are they doing good? Like, what do we know? <laughs> if any of our listeners are from Lithuania, go ahead and shoot us an email. Let us know how you guys are doing. I don't know. COVID's just – it's a mess. And the biggest reason it's a mess is because no one knows. Then they no one knows what what works, what doesn't. You can do one thing, and then uh, you can do one thing. Someone else can something else, and you guys end up with the same exact results. No one knows. And then on top of that, like how bad this disease is too. Only it's only bad for some people. Other people like myself, like if I do have it, again I'm going to get tested again tomorrow. <clears throat> but if I do have it, this entire time it's just been a really bad head cold. Uh, yesterday was probably like yesterday, the day before was the peak of it. And man, like I couldn't focus yesterday at all. But like my oxygen saturation levels never went down. My heart rate has been, it's been a little high. Like I would have a cold kind of high. Um, but I've have, I have people in my circles who got it and he, uh, was a buddy of mine. His name's Mike Morgan, a really awesome guy. But he uh, did a little, like, Facebook documentary about it. Like, every day he would post how he's feeling. Yeah. Uh, and it lasted, like, 20 days for him. And it was rough. I mean, at one point, he's like, I almost went to the hospital. It was so bad. Uh, and he didn't have to go, thankfully. And he's recovered. And he's, uh, he used to <clears throat> be a, a bike racer. Um, and he's been able to get back on the bike. And he's getting his lungs back. And, you know, he's able to recover. But he was part of the first wave. And his experience and my experience were two totally different experiences. Oh. And people who talk to me who have never talked to Mike will be like, so COVID's nothing. And it's like, it was nothing for me. Yeah. It, it case by for case. Someone else, yeah. yeah. And I think that's part of the issue too, is that it affects so many people differently. It's not like HIV. Right, that's a really bad one. You have to like, wow. Yes. <laughs> Are you comparing COVID <laughs> to AIDS? <laughs> Wow, no, it must be a big deal. I'm attracting that. But, you know, it's not like uh, mono. You get mono, and mono's pretty rough. You know, it's, it's not like... pretty much the same for everyone. Yeah, it's, yeah, exactly. You know, you, bronchitis. I, I don't know. I've never had mono or bronchitis. I've mono either. Yeah, so... But things like that, like... Like lung cancer. Lung cancer's going to be bad no matter what. Never had but, it. I mean... I've never had one. <laughs> okay, no, I know. I know. <laughs> know what you're going for. <laughs> like, so I'm actually going to say every disease that I find. Yeah, yeah. Find something I've had, and I can agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, that's, that's the kicker about this, is that, like, 
all this information no one knows and it affects people differently so everyone sees it differently yeah well that's so. like um um chris my mentor you know chris um we were chit-chatting a while ago and and that was part of his thing he was like i know a lot of people uh, i know a lot of people all over the states and i don't know anyone who's been affected by covid i don't know anyone who who's you know died from covid you know as far as i'm aware it's just a it's just a head cold mm-hmm. and and i was well yeah you got me because that's all i hear as well um but then but then i heard some news uh one of like mom's friends oh yeah yeah her uh, yeah her yeah her husband died yeah he was a pretty healthy guy yeah um now, yeah, he's like 40s or 50s. Yeah, pretty healthy. You know, COVID yeah. struck there pretty hard, and 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 I told him he goes, oh wow, that's like that's the first time I've heard of COVID actually being a serious sickness. Mm-hmm. And then it, and then so you know it's it like you said it's a case by case situation, and, and a majority of the Americans, a majority of people, just in, in the world, are not gonna feel the the more grave effects of this illness yeah and they're not going to hear about it they're not going to know about it besides what they see in the news if they still watch the news i know a lot of people <laughs> yeah. just stopped watching at this point yeah i stopped watching the news a long time ago is that because you don't have tv <laughs> well maybe no I, I don't know i stopped watching the news like when did i stop watching the news it, it was a long time ago and I rarely even look up the news on my computer or my phone. Like I have New York Times will send me, they'll push some notifications to me, and I'd be like, oh, that's that's cool, whatever. And you know, I'll read the headline, and be like, yeah, I've read enough. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't care, and I'm an uninformed citizen of the world, and I'm okay. <laughs> I mean, are you uninformed? No, I'm as much as everyone else is. I mean, the difference is, is that you're not informed one direction. Yeah, that is true. I I have a wide, wide net of news. Yeah, you're like Creed. You're like, oh, arms wide open. Oh. (laughs) So so dumb. I don't know. For some reason, when you said Creed, I was thinking Apollo Creed from Rocky. And I was like, what does that have to do with anything? (laughs) Getting knocked out. I'm black? Like, (laughs) that doesn't make sense. (laughs) I was like, Rocky's income. Sylvester Stallone's income. Avenge you. It's gonna be great. That'd be cool. <laughs> <laughs> we need Rocky, Rocky Seven, where he fights Rocky, COVID. When he <laughs> fights COVID, he's punching the air, wearing a mask. Adrian. <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. Perfect. It's actually just a movie of him, yeah, being just, just healthy, <laughs> exercising, eating That's right, it. and wearing his mask, washing his hands. That's the movie. <laughs> Like, wow, I thought this was going to be much more exciting. <laughs> it's, it's a low-budget film. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I tell you, right? yeah. It's going to be real hard to flop in the box office. Oh, man. I'd pay to see it. <laughs> it's, it's just on America's Funniest Home Videos. That's <laughs> where it premieres. <laughs> what a mess. <laughs> well, COVID in the world is still here. Hasn't gone away. And well, it's never going to go away. We'll see. There's a vaccine coming out. Yeah, There's a flu a... vaccine too. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say just because we have a vaccine, like we still have the flu. You know, we still have bronchitis. 
We still have it's mono. Like, I don't know if there's a vaccine, vaccine for that shit. People. I don't know. <laughs> there's still measles. Measles? Muzzles? There should be more muzzles. There should be more muzzles. <laughs> no, the measles. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, the measles. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but then again, that could be because of the, the dumb anti-vax vaxxers. Yeah, that's a whole other way of conversations that we can have. <laughs> you gonna back, you, you're gonna give your kids vaccines? Yeah, that's yeah. We're we're planning on it as far as I'm aware. We're, I, 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 we're I, planning on my, it. My, my wife and I haven't had that discussion yet. Mm. Uh, Good. But planning on it. I mean, you're not dumb. One, I mean, it's one of those like <laughs> I can understand some people. I mean, there's some people who have an adverse reaction to it or it's a safety thing or the doctors say it's a health it's a health risk to get it there, there are some doctors out there there are some people out there who can't yeah. I mean I wasn't one of them I got it and I'm perfectly fine but it's one of those other people it's like I don't want to risk autism it's like well that's your reason is that you want to put more people at risk for dying because you're scared of autism like I understand some people can't handle those kind of kids and they're, they're not easy kids. The super autistic kids are kind of rough. But I know some really awesome people out there who have autism. I know some really awesome people who have these issues that are able to function in society yeah. because they got help. Because they weren't looked down upon. Because they were treated like normal members of society that they are. Yeah, because they're just another person trying to make their way in the world, you know? Yep. Yep. Making but their way in the world today. We get to autism and backup behavioral stuff like that <laughs> later. Well, yeah, That's vaccine a, for COVID probably will not make COVID go away. No. I mean, like we said, the flu's here, everything else is here. People aren't going to get it. <clears throat> and so now we have to live with this new normal of COVID. Like, what is, how do we move forward with it being here? And that's what a lot of, and we're going to circle back to the whole COVID fatigue thing that's, or the quarantine fatigue thing that I talked about. Yes, yes, with your hands, I see that. Um, Is that people are like, well, if this isn't going to go away, are we destined to now have to socially distance every time we get flu-like symptoms or quarantine every time we do that? Are we going to have to take time off work to do that? Are we going to have to always wear a mask? Our restaurants now are going to have to limit capacity. Are, there's not going to be any more shows for actors because you can't put enough people in a building now to make it worth it. Like all these all these questions people are having where it's like, at this point, let's see if herd immunity actually works. Well, I think it also goes back when you're talking about what goes on afterwards. Just don't be dumb about it. Don't be mm-hmm. dumb about your health and the health of those around you. Like, even if you have flu symptoms, oh, should I self-quarantine? Yeah, if you're feeling sick, like, don't spread it to other people. But that's the thing, like, how long do you quarantine for? Oh, I don't know. Because I, I don't have that answer for that. I, I don't know, know I how long you quarantine. It's, but. It's people can be smart about it, but at some point, like, the big issue with COVID, and this is where, like, my wife is going to have problems, is that she has to quarantine for 14 days from her last day of exposure. And her last day of exposure was the day that we found out that I tested positive. And so she took all of last week off because she was exposed. She's like, I got to be safe. not going to work. <clears throat> took all of last week off. She's got this week off because Thanksgiving she's a teacher. Mm-hmm. But now she has to take next week off as well. 
And thankfully this week's Thanksgiving week, so there's no classes, but she would have to take three weeks off because she was exposed. Like, as, like that's her being smart. That's her following things. Like, that's the question that people are trying to ask and I need answers to is like, and not that you and I are going to have it, but <clears throat> if I have the flu, as soon as I feel better, I go back to work. With COVID, if I didn't have COVID and this is how I felt, I would have worked through this. Oh, it would have been miserable yesterday. If I had to work Sunday, it would have been miserable Sunday. But I could have worked through this. Yeah, but you but you also probably would have at least maintained a distance from people if you were feeling rough with the flu. I mean, I maintain distance from people anyways. I don't like people. <laughs> yeah. But you're, yeah, I, you're right. I, we're a little bit of distance, but I wouldn't – I would have gone back to work. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have left work mm-hmm. and I could have spread my COVID to everyone, mm-hmm. but because I didn't. And so that's, that's, I think where a lot of people are like, how do we incorporate this into our new life? This yeah. AC after COVID. Yeah. I don't know if it's the answer, but it might be a step in the right direction. So like China, or maybe it's Japan, when people are sick, it's common courtesy to wear a mask if you're feeling sick of, of any of any nature. If it's a cough, if if you're feeling like you have the flu, you know, anything, you'll wear they wear masks in public. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think that'd be a bad idea. And maybe not, and maybe that's the solution is if you don't feel good, you put a mask on. But that's, I mean that. But but I, was, I again, I don't I don't know if that is a law, or if that's just people being like, mm, oh I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna put on a mask because I'm trying to be courteous and and you know, save my fellow city citizen this runny nose or the flu, um, or if the to. government's like, if you're sick, put on a mask. I got some Japanese friends. We can bring them into a future episode. We can talk about Japan and their customs. Kind of cool. No, no, no. Actually, you know what? I got you. I've been playing Ghost of Tsushima. <laughs> don't think that counts. <laughs> don't Ghost worry, man. Tsushima. I know all the customs. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> I learned about oh, no, the Vikings. Like, like maybe that's what it is. It's like we don't shut things down, but if you feel sick, put a mask on. But oh, again, we're back to the whole. Thing. We're back to the. That's what we should do, versus. The government telling us to do it. That's a whole other philosophy that. Well, but then it goes even further back to if the government didn't tell you to do it in America, no one would probably do it. Possibly. But I mean, because it's 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 like the mentality of society, I think. And again, I don't know if if like in Japan or China, if that's the law, if you're sick or if that's just them and their mentality of hey i'm gonna i'm gonna do this for you for you guys on the subway for you on the bus for you waiting on the street to walk forward like i'm doing this to to protect you and Mm -hmm. not oh the government's telling me to do it boom so i do it because that's what we do you know i i I don't i don't know um i think it's something that people would do it in the bigger cities because that's the thing too is japan's such a smaller country where there's so many people living there that it's like if they don't, it could spread so easily. So maybe it is a, it was a government thing to begin with. It became like just a common courtesy now, or maybe it's still a 
a mandate, who knows? But places like New York with the subway, places like L.A., those places probably would do it without the government telling them to. And the way to find out. Places like North Idaho and Athol. No one in Athol is going to wear a mask. Athol, <laughs> no. don't wear a mask. Places like Kamii, places like... Kellogg. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking just... I mean, Elko, Nevada. No one in Elko is wearing a mask right now, I guarantee it. Or Lovelock, or... I don't know, I'm trying to pull out some other names for other states other than Idaho. Cheyenne. Cheyenne might be the capital. Actually, yeah, Cheyenne. That's a slightly bigger town. Not much, though. In Coeur d'Alene? I don't know. What's the population? I actually, it's been a long time since I've been in Cheyenne. Maybe it's just, I just picture it as a bigger town because of what I've, you know, history and whatnot. I guess 64,000. It's decent size. Boom. Knowledge. I mean... (laughs) (laughs) Coeur d'Alene's at 52. I mean, they're pretty much the same size. So I was right. It's about the size of Coeur d'Alene, a little bit bigger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're they probably not. Probably not. No, they wouldn't wear masks. Not in Cheyenne. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, so it really just don't be dumb. Like, that's the biggest I mean, deterrent like, for COVID. Right? But there was that, like, level of, I mean, if you're sick, don't go out, stay home, get better. Go from there. That's it. That's the cure. Night. Night, Night everybody. <laughs> Don't be dumb, you fuckers. Oh. Well, I hope we touched lives today. I'm sure we touched something. What? No. That's <laughs> <it>. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs>